Okay, so I want to just give a short address today. I've been feeling like once a year at the annual parish meeting is just not enough time. Uh, times for me, I just, I just, it's just not enough. I want to talk to you more. Um, so I just want to begin by saying uh, what, a, what a great uh, place that I think where we are as a parish. I, I felt myself welling up with emotion uh, coming down the aisle in the recession uh, just now, singing Come Thou Found of Every Blessing with 200 people in the church. It just was amazing having the choir back. and uh, I just felt so good about it. We have so many new faces and uh, we have, we're having to pull out more chairs because there's so many people here and uh, a lot of people didn't even stay. So, I mean, it's just a, we're, at a, we're at a good spot right now as a parish. And a lot of you have told me uh, that you feel the same way. Um, we're seeing new faces uh, just about every week. And person after person has told me how welcome they feel. Just how welcome you have made them feel. And I'm so glad about that. There's just a vibrancy in our worship. Great to have the choir back uh, today. Um, you know, this is just such a special place and a special congregation. And I am excited for more and more people to discover the wonder of what God seems to enjoy doing here. Alright? So, just a few things I want to let, let you know about it. As I said, a little bit about it in the sermon today. Food trucks and bluegrass. All these tables will be out on the, on the lawn on September 21st from 5.30 to 7.30. Bluegrass band, great time to bring your friend. We'll have a little uh, presentation, but we'll have some flyers to give out about services and things like that. October 19th, almost the same thing, food trucks and blues. So Bob has put bluegrass and blues together. Just a great opportunity. Pray about who you will bring to that. Pray about a friend to invite. Uh, and then the intent is to also, for folks who come from the community, to invite... I, I'll just talk to you, Beth. How about that? So the intent is to invite uh, folks from the community who come to a skeptics forum, just if, if that is something that people will enjoy. I'm working on um, getting some folks to help me with that as well. Um, blessing of the animals at 10.30 on the riverbank. So our, morning, our regular service will be outside for a morning prayer service. Bring your pets. Holy moly. And live nativity coming in, uh, in at Christmas time. So at the annual parish meeting, I encouraged everyone to move towards involvement in two things. Study and service. Study and service as the means by which you will live into your own personal relationship with Christ and as the means by which you help others to do the same. It is not our goal to make you busier. That is not our goal. But it is our goal to help everyone within our power uh, to have the most important thing in the whole universe, and that is a relationship with the living God. So I will say to you that there is absolutely no better way for you to grow in Christ than to be studying God's Word. And that is not just information download. I want to be clear about that. Uh, it doesn't need to be anything intensely academic. The Bible says about itself that it is living and active. And it works in us when we work in it. It's great to do that alone in daily devotions, but it's also important to have a group to study with, to get other perspectives. Um, and so we were counting up the Bible studies that we have. 
Uh, and there are at least eight that I know about. There, there may be some rogue Bible studies that y'all are doing in secret. Um, but at least eight, ten if you count the rector's forum and the parenting class is about to start up. And even more than that if you add children's and youth studies in. At least one on every day of the week except for Saturdays. Um, we've been talking about small groups and Lola's over here. She would love to talk to you about that. Uh, we've had some questions. Some have had I said, do I have to give up the Bible study I'm already in? And absolutely not. You can give up that. You can do one or the other. You can do both. Um, if you're in a, in a Bible study or group, we're not asking you to leave that. But it is, uh, it is wonderful to be in a group. The Bible says we have our kind of open groups. And a small group is more of a committed group. I'm going to, be, I'm going to commit to the other people to be there each week. And so you have, uh, you're opening God's Word together. It's just powerful, uh, especially in, in homes. We have women's groups and we have men's groups, and those are fantastic. But with the exception of one group that we have, we've never really given spouses a chance to study together. Ex- with the exception of one group. With the exception of one group. And so, um, and so that's a great option. Small groups are a great option for that. It's not just for married people, of course. Um, it's for everybody. So a great option for young families to pull some babysitting. And in fact, the church can help with that maybe. And have some adult time. That would be nice. Small groups are a great thing. But it's not the only thing. But I encourage you to just give it a shot. Make an eight-week commitment or so. Um, and if, if it looks like something you'd like to keep doing, that'd be great. Uh, just talk to Lola. She will help uh, set that up. Whether you are in an existing Bible study, we would like uh, or would like to be in a home group. Or if you're in a Curcio group and you'd like to add Bible study as a component of that, um, we would love to help get you started. You don't have to know much of anything, even to lead. But Lola and Father Trent and I, we would love to help point you in the right direction. No better way to grow in Christ than to study His Word. Now, if you're studying God's Word, it's not much good if you don't bring that growth to bear on the world around you. So in terms of service... We have a ton of folks who are serving in some capacity, maybe it's singing in the choir, uh, maybe it's pitching in in the kitchen, maybe it's being an usher, maybe it's serving on a committee, teaching the children, serving mashed potatoes at Sulzbacher Center, all great. We had a load of youth go to Tennessee this summer to work on houses in June. Nine of us went down in August to Costa Rica. Uh, we've had lunches made for Church Without Walls, backpacks filled for St. Andrew's Interlochen. And last week, we had 22 parishioners give up at least a portion of their Labor Day Monday to help out at St. Mary's Church downtown. And Mother Beth Showflat, our buddy, was just overwhelmed. Um, if you would like to find out more about helping with urban ministries, like if you're already working downtown... Would it, you could go to a service on a Tuesday night or help out something and, and um, Sarah Rich can, can tell you all about that. So we've got a lot going on in terms of service. But what I think we can do better at in terms of service from a leadership standpoint is to get organized. To help you know what's available, when, who to call, how to get involved, and why to get involved. And so Sarah's done a good job in helping us with that. But it all feels to me a little organic, a little loosey-goosey. I'd feel better if it was a little more systematic. And so we're working on that. And if you'd like to help, then I'd like to talk to you about it. Because I'm a little short-handed right now. And I want to talk to you about that too, about me being a little bit short-handed. So most of you know that um, 
Annette Talbert, who is our parish administrator, she left her position a couple weeks ago to pursue other opportunities. We wish her well. We thank her for her service. And I have, uh, but I have been overwhelmed with how many people have stepped in, stepped up to fill in that gap, both staff and volunteers. Uh, Diane Gates has been amazing. Is Diane, I don't know if that, is Diane here this morning? She's probably taking a nap. She's right here. And lots of others as well. Um, Bethany Dixon, who's our brand new youth minister, she's helping out with graphic design stuff. Beth Lunsford is handling realm administration and parish calendar. I want to just say to you that the position is not going to look the same going forward. It's going to be a 25-hour-a-week position, um, and it's going to be called the executive assistant to the rector, and that person will be in charge mainly of taking of managing the office and managing me. Um, so it's, it's a great job. It's a great job. And so let me say this. This is really important. If you know someone who would be a great fit, they're a great organizer, great people person, great computer skills, great team player, and a person of, of strong Christian faith. That's a, that is, uh, I, can't, I can't compromise on that one. But if you know somebody, please send them my way. And once, once that position is hired, we're going to then hire a communications coordinator. And that, that'll be about a 12 to 15 hour job to really help with um, great parish communications. So then the question then is, well, who, if, if this is just a 25-hour job, who's the face of the church? I've had that question before, and I didn't really know that was a question. I wasn't using Annette that way. So who's the face of the church? And the answer, at least in my mind, is that you are. You're the face of the church. The parishioners, the volunteers who answer the phones, and the lay leaders who lead ministries, and the friends that you look forward to seeing uh, each week, you are the face of the church. Wherever you are, if Christ is in you, then that's where the church is. And Jesus said, wherever two or three are gathered, there I will be in the midst of them. You are the face of the church. So study up and serve well so that we can help others wherever they are in their spiritual journey to live into a personal and intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Whoa. All right, I'm going to turn the game back on. And, uh...